This is a Sword of Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to a Sword of Star Wars podcast, the podcast that's sort about Star Wars and sort about everything else. It's a bonus episode with Melody Lehman. What? Welcome back, Melody. Thank you. It is episode three of Marvel with Melody. <laughs> it is episode three, but the first, but we're watching the first movie that came out. Right. So it's just as confusing as Star Wars. Right. <laughs> Um, we're watch- we watched uh, Iron Man, the first one. Yep. The very first one. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty good. Yeah. I was surprised how much I had forgotten since I saw it before. You remembered how much you forgot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like watching the- this one now, like I'm realizing how much I like the origin stories. I thought about that after the last one, like in between when we talked about the last one and this one, how much I enjoy seeing the person become the superhero. Yeah. Um, it's interesting with Stark because it's like um, he has that whole like epiphany of like, oh, my, well, I guess not epiphany. It's just like a realization that his weapons that he's creating to protect America are being used against Americans. Yeah. And that the weapons industry isn't what he thought it was. And so he's going to do something totally different, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. Yeah. Um, and he's, I mean, he still remains his same, like, arrogant um, self, but yeah. he's got a different goal in mind now. Yeah. You definitely, like, watching him, I, I was thinking, I was like, why are they spending so much time focusing on this, like, terrible, like, capture and, like, torture type mm-hmm. of stuff? Um, because I, I feel like it's almost like, it feels like it goes too far sometimes. Um, like, I don't know, maybe that's just like a sensitive, I don't know, not a sensitive topic for me. It's not like I have any personal, you know. You just don't like to whatever. see it. I just don't like to see it. Yeah. It's like one of the worst things I can imagine. Right. Um, but like, but I was confused about why they were spending so much time on that in like this superhero movie, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just seems weird. But I think it's probably to help you feel bad for him (laughs) and almost like start to like him more because yeah, at the beginning of the movie, if if it weren't for that part of the movie, I feel like you would not like him at all. Mm -hmm. Um, He would just come off as super arrogant and annoying. And even if you tried to think that he had a change of heart, I feel like it'd be pretty hard um, without that part of the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he gets captured, and we don't really have a time frame while it's happening. Right. But you find out later that it's he's captured for three months. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be working on this Jericho missile uh, for these terrorists. And um, the whole time, apparently he hasn't been working on the missile at all. He first fixes his um, heart thingy. Yeah. He's like <laughs> He wakes up, and there's an mag- electromagnet in his chest keeping the shrapnel out of his heart. Mm-hmm. So he he doesn't want to carry around a battery all the time, even though it looks pretty lightweight when he carries it, <laughs> <laughs> compared to the batteries that I carry at work. Um, and uh, he comes up with the arc reactor, and so that solves that problem. And then he decides, oh, well, this thing's pretty powerful. I could power a whole suit with it to escape this place. Yeah. And then he spends the next, like, two and a half months... Uh, building the suit when they think he's building a missile, which to me just like is totally like 
unrealistic. If I'm <laughs> keeping someone captive and I got cameras pointing at them, yeah. If I have any question, I have all the power. I'll just walk in and find them. Like, show me your progress. Right. You know what I mean. And then at some point they walk in and they're like inspecting everything and they're like, because they're like, it doesn't look like what he's supposed to be making. And they go in and the guy's like, have my missile to me by tomorrow. I'm like, you come in here, like, where's the progress? If yeah. you get it done by tomorrow, there should be a missile. Right. And you just put it together, but there's nothing. So yeah. I'm kind of annoyed with that, but whatever. That's how the story has to be. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Fast forwarding to when he, um, well, he escapes the village, obviously, and um, with the with the suit, and um, we think he kills the bad guy, but we find out later he was just injured, mm-hmm. and he's, he comes back to get uh, Iron Man uh, or Tony Stark. But what I like is the part when he's building the suit. So he gets back, and right away he's like, "I don't want to do weapons anymore. I'm going to do something different." And of course, his his main guy, the guy that profits probably the most other than tony stark off of stark industries uh is uh upset with that yeah his business partner yeah obadiah obadiah stain oh is that his name stain probably gotcha. i think so um which is played by jeff bridges which jeff bridges is best uh as a villain I think yeah. he's I th- such like a creepy guy. Like the way yeah. he talks and like when he talks to Tony or when he, he's talking to that one scientist one time, he gets like so close and like up in your face. And, yeah, like, he's a pretty intimidating just, guy. Yeah, I just don't yeah. like him. I don't like Jeff Bridges. Not my favorite yeah. character. Yeah. Or my favorite actor. Which but. is like, yeah, probably good. That shows that he's probably really good at acting as a villain. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know him personally. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. He's never he's gotten actually that close really to me. sweet guy. <laughs> <laughs> cool 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 yeah um but i like when he's making he's trying to figure out how to make the suit um and uh he gets the the shoes working for the first time and then he puts on his palm things you know and he's like uh he tries it in his little shop there by his lineup of expensive cars can we not talk about that please <laughs> that's like to- the only part of this movie that i remembered from before because like that's how tragic it is in my mind <laughs> it's just ingrained in there so he's why why would you ever decide to use your protocol suit power suit thing prototype prototype whatever and test it out next to your hundred and fifty thousand dollar cars cars like i, I don't understand could be bothered it he couldn't be bothered to move them, and to him, they're just like replaceable. Ugh, so, so what does it matter? frustrating. He got too much money. So I love how the first time he he's like flying, right? He mm-hmm. like sets it to like one percent power, yeah. and he's like he like floats a little bit, it's like wobbly, and then yeah, and then he goes down, and then he goes two and a half percent, and that's when he like moves around the room, kind of, and it's just like it's like what every like his reaction to it is so good yeah right? it's just like what everybody would be like like oh like oh, no i don't want to go over there you yeah. know it's like when you see people get on like those hoverboards right you know and they like have no clue how to control it and stuff like that which is interesting because much later when obadiah stain gets in his suit for the first yeah. time he's like i know how to use this perfectly you know what i mean and why well, even thought he didn't about even it. design it like he didn't make it he just hops in it and he knows right. how to use it which is also bothersome to me but yeah I even thought about that when Tony Stark is escaping um, and he's in his like very first suit. Right. And I mean, I know that he crashes then like after he shoots off, but he is able to shoot off like perfectly fine out of that explosion. Yeah. So I was like, 
kind of confused about that too. How was he able to use it so well there? But I don't know. I wouldn't say he used it really that well. Just had, well, compared to that time and compared to when he used it. Yeah. The second time, the second time, like his first suit in America. Yeah. He flies straight into the wall. Yeah, true. So luckily that didn't happen when he was trying to escape. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he was just more focused. Yeah. I don't know. What did you Um, think about the bar when he comes back and kills all the bad guys and destroys the gun depot yeah that was good is that that was revenge or justice yeah i don't know (laughs) a little bit of both probably he i feel like he could yeah definitely revenge like but it's hard to like disagree with it because he saves that whole village right but he's just a person he has no authority the person that he like kills there yeah or no no, no tony stark is just a person he doesn't right. have, like, he committed murder, many accounts of murder. Right, true. Many yeah. accounts of murder. And you. he's just a civilian. He has no, like, like government role that allows you to kill or capture Does enemies. That make what he did wrong? Well, it, it's, I mean, I that's what vigilantes do, I guess. Yeah. We call them superheroes if they do enough good, I guess. Yeah. Um. Here's a problem I have. Uh. He, when he is testing out his suit for the first time and he just has like the boots and the gloves on, mm-hmm. kind of, he acts like those boots are so heavy. Right. And then he puts on an entire suit right. of that armor and he's able to like maneuver it just fine. Well, I think it's I, like. Like you would be so weighed down in that. Right. Which they show then, which is after he takes, he has a whole suit and he takes his first flight. Mm-hmm. Right. And he flies around. And he goes to land on top of his house. Right. I said, let's not talk about this. He lands on top of his house <laughs> and he crashes through three floors down straight into the Shelby Cobra. Ugh. <laughs> so frustrating. Melody's favorite car in the world. And it's the only one there that he actually like crushes. Yeah. And then later just shoves out of the way like it's nothing. Maybe, I- maybe it was a replica. Maybe Obadiah gave it to him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I guess. But no, what I mean is... um. What I was going to say is when he's testing out his original, original suit, mm-hmm. they show him on the bench and he's like moving his oh, leg yeah. back and forth. Yeah. I think it's like hydraulic assisted. So yeah. when he just has the boots, he is, doesn't have the rest of the suit mm-hmm. to like I see. help with. Even right. like when he's testing the arm out, he has to hold the arm with his other arm to right. lift it up and you can see he's like struggling. Right. Gotcha. But when you have the whole suit together. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Being supported and powered by other parts of the suit. Right. Um, I was kind of surprised by, like, I kept waiting for the plot to start. Mm, yeah, it does feel like it takes a long time to get there. Yeah. Um, which I didn't mind so much. I kind of liked the, I felt like the relationship building of Pepper and him was more the focus of the movie mm-hmm. than the plot. And I mean, I didn't mind that, but I don't know how you felt about that. No, I thought it was good. It was a lot of. Yeah, and it took time to show his growth personally. I think right. a lot of time to do that. Yeah. Um, and I guess and that's kind of what origin stories are supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they're like, <clears throat> there's a villain already and you need, well, I'm trying to think. See, there's a villain already and you need a hero to fight the villain and then the hero mm-hmm. comes out of that. But um, yeah, this one, like the villain isn't there until like the last, I mean, he's there, but he's not. Right. He's the suit, whatever, the Sector 16 suit, 
that Obadiah makes isn't there until like the last like 15 minutes. Right. And their fight scene isn't that long. Right. Um, I mean, he does make his suit to fight the villain, like the terrorist villains. So that would yeah. be the original one. But yeah, that, I mean, and they kind of tied that in together, but it wasn't well, really. He was just making it to escape. Right. I, I felt at first. True. Then when he got back, he's like, well, I could use this for other stuff. Right, right. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a line there that's like he's got all these, this weaponry and this power and he, no one's, he's still not being held accountable. Yeah. Like that was his main problem with his company. They're not being held accountable. So people who are not supposed to get his weapons are getting them. Right. But who is holding Tony Stark accountable for what he's doing with his suit? Yeah, true. His conscious and Pepper. Yeah. I do really like them together. Yeah. That's kind of a fun, um, I don't know, maybe that's hypocritical of me to be annoyed with like Wonder Woman having a love interest, oh. but not minding that Iron Man has a love interest. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably hypocritical, but. But you like Gwyneth Paltrow, so. Yeah. And I, I mean, like with somebody as like arrogant as Tony Stark, it's kind of nice to see her kind of put him in his place and yeah. see his softer side yeah it's funny like she's she's his assistant but she doesn't like he is so fully reliant on her oh, for yeah. so much stuff um like obviously he's like a super genius and uh but he's really dumb when it comes to certain things like destroying wanting to destroy his original arc reactor arc reactor yeah, yeah. yeah. and her saving it yes having the know how to save it <laughs> Which was funny because in their last fight, his arc reactor was basically, it was only 45% of his new one. Yeah. So if he would have had his correct one, he probably could have beat the other guy a lot quicker. Yeah. But, true. Um, but even that, I mean, he couldn't beat the other guy without her. She's the one that actually did it. Right. Yeah. I like how yeah necessary she is. Yeah. She's not just the love interest and she right. doesn't need him. No. By any means. So no. she's ready to quit when he's... Starting to go a little crazy. Yeah, but, true. Um, Agent Coulson comes in play. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, we saw him last movie in Captain Marvel. Yeah, it was cool to see him resurface so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's been doing. He's been in the game for right ten, ten or twelve or thirteen years. Right, it's ninety five is when Captain Marvel was supposed to take place. Yeah, true. So if Iron Man takes place in 08, I don't know if it does or not, but. Yeah. That's when the movie came out. So 13 years. Yeah. So it's cool to see him like he's part of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Yeah. They didn't. Was Fury not like where was he at? Is he supposed to be around or? Um, He's probably somewhere. Okay. Just not Do you not want to tell me? Do you know where no, he's at? No, I don't oh, know oh, where he's okay. at. Okay. I just I just assume that Fury sent Coulson okay. here gotcha. for this typical for this type of situation. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um. One thing that I didn't like about the movie is they insert and remove way too many things from Tony's chest. Oh, <laughs> from his time body. I, like, cringe. Yeah. Oh. Every time I like cringe whenever they're like removing the stuff. It's I mean, it's funny when she's like reaching in and he's like, oh, there's pus. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's not pus. It's a, and they like describe <laughs> what it yeah. is. It stinks. <laughs> it's funny. When he but, pulls that tube out of his nose. Oh, my goodness. You love that. Oh, my. I almost turned it off just then. <laughs> That was like the when first he, minute of the movie. When he wakes up in the cave and pulls this like yeah. three foot tube out of his Ooh, nose. Ugh. Gross. Putting it in would be worse. Yeah, true. Um, 
<clears throat> I think, um, I mean, overall, I really like it. It's, it is one of my favorite ones, I think, just because, um, it's probably my favorite. I don't know. It's hard to say this early on. Yeah. But I like this one because it was the first one. Yeah. True. Um, and it would like started this whole thing. Um, it's just weird to think about. Yeah. It was not that long ago. Yeah. And since then, 22 other movies have come out. And it's hard to... Yeah, it's just interesting to think about it being the first one. Um, we didn't even talk about John Favreau. Yeah. He's he's in it. Shows his face in it he for a hot second. directed it. Yeah. He's in a couple different scenes. He's just the taxi driver, whatever, chauffeur. Yeah. He's like his body... Uh, yeah, I guess kind of like his... Well, not really his bodyguard. I don't know. Oh, maybe he assumes that role later. I don't know. Oh. But he's in more movies. Yeah, I figured yeah. probably. Ha- Happy Hogan is his name. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, What would you give it? Uh, How many arc reactors would you give it? Hmm. I think probably four or five. Oh, really? Yeah. Out of? Out of 10. <laughs> oh, okay. It got 94% on uh, really? IMDb. Yeah. Really? Huh. Or Rotten Tomatoes or... I mean, I would maybe feel differently if it was as significant to me as it is to you as far as like it being the first one. Mm. I mean, I don't really... It, I didn't even know it was the first one. Um, so, yeah. And like I said, I kind of take issue with that whole... The plot line thing just oh. felt weird you to me. felt like the plot never really started yeah when it, and like when it did it just felt rushed then mm. so i don't know i felt like they could have done that better but i really liked the like i said i like the relationship part of it i liked the characters that i saw um i like that pepper and him didn't get together like there's like definitely yeah, that tension there but you know but it wasn't like happen. i know but it wasn't yeah. like oh i beat i won the battle right give right, me right. a kiss you yeah. know that type of thing yeah but I would give it. What would you give it? Seven. Really? Seven arc wow. reactors. That's pretty good. Yeah, seven new arc reactors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not the forty-five percent ones. Right. No. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's good to clarify. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's mostly maybe it's some. I mean, I'm not really nostalgic for it, but I don't know. It's just I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think the plot started as soon as the Humvee blew up. Hmm. That's when he looked down yeah, at the true. war waging war waging around him and he saw that Stark Industries bomb yeah. about to explode in his face. Yeah. That's mm. when you're like, Oh, whoops a doodles. Made some <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> I think we all said, Whoops a doodles. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a whole theater of them people saying that. <laughs> <laughs> whoops a doodles. <laughs> I saw that on the uh Never mind. Okie dokie. All right. Well, next is Iron Man 2. All right. We'll see if you like it any better. It did. I don't think you will. We should I, probably start it a little bit earlier in yeah, the evening. It's getting a little late. Yeah. Um. But uh, one thing. Well, we'll talk about that when we get there. And okay. The Incredible Hulk. That okay. one's coming up. And I have something I want to say. Remind me to say something about The Incredible Hulk and Iron Man, the first one. Okay. I'll make sure. Okay. Don't forget. I'll make sure it happens. Right. Are you writing it down? No. Okay. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye. Bye.
alligator.